0: Thank <laughs> you. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Let's Just Talk About It podcast. I'm your host, Chuck. And if you're here for the first time, this platform was created to give genuine people just like you an opportunity to share a portion of your life's journey. So with that being said, I'm excited to have special guest, my friend Calvin Parrish on with me today. And on this episode, he shares his experience growing up in the Cavalier Manor section of Portsmouth, Virginia and also his past experience with incarceration and drug addiction. So hey, without further delay, go and grab your husband, your wife, your children, or even call a friend and gather around and listen to my conversation with Calvin on Let's Just Talk About It podcast. Hey, let's jump right in. Welcome back to another episode of Let's Just Talk About It podcast. Today, I have Calvin Parrish on with me today. We call him Sweepy. He's from Portsmouth, Virginia. Man, thank you so much for being a part of this episode on Let's Just Talk About It podcast. I really appreciate you, P.
1: Yeah, I appreciate you, man. Anytime.
0: Yes, sir. How you doing today? I'm doing fine, man. I'm blessed. How did your day go today? Well, let me
1: start like this. I just got out of the rehab two days ago. Wow! And I've been with my family, Mm
0: -hmm. you
1: know, and I had to go to a meeting this morning and came back, helped my mama with the groceries in the house.
0: Wow. And I'm here. Got you, man. I believe everybody has a story to share, you know, about how life was for them growing up. You know, some are good and some are not so good. So I love to jump right into my interviews to have those genuine conversations with genuine people just like yourself, man. So how was it for you growing up in Portsmouth? Everybody got a different experience about P-Town. So how was it for you?
1: Man, it was everything. Mm-hmm. Mom, dad in the house. Yeah. Both of work, try to give us everything that we wanted. As yeah. long as we played the sports and the grades was right. You know, growing up on Cavalier Mountain, if you didn't play sports... You really didn't have nobody to play with. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) You know? So, we tried to play all the sports because they had all the sports out, Cavalier Mountain.
0: Right. It was a great place back then. Absolutely, man. So, how was it for you? You know, we get grown and we feel like, you know, we grown enough to leave the house and do our own thing. How was that for you?
1: Man, instead of following my father, Mm -hmm. I followed the guys with the rims on their cars and that was the wrong thing to do. I wish I would've never done it. I wish I would've followed my father's footsteps, you know? Right, right.
0: What was your father's footsteps, though? You know, like, what was the difference between you having a nice car? Because I remember that car. It was a blue car.
1: (laughs) 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 My dad, you know, he always worked. You know, he, he was in the neighborhood. And then, by the time I come along, because I'm a late baby, he was working at the railroad, and both of them was good jobs at the time, you know? Right. Still, the railroad's still a good job, but instead of me following him, thinking that he's older and, you know what I mean, I wanted to follow the guys with the nice cars and sounds. And I got you. Thinking they're cool.
0: Right. You
1: know? And by following them, it took me to out there trying to sell drugs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And by me selling drugs, I'm a people pleaser. Mm-hmm. So I, I had a lot of friends. You know what I'm saying?
0: Gotcha.
1: So I got to do a lot more than what the average person got to do because I got to look out for everybody,
0: gotcha. you know? Well, you felt like and you had to look out for everybody.
1: I felt that I had yeah, to look out for yeah. everybody. And by me doing that, it made me start doing it, testing the drugs out and messing with this girl and that girl. Right. And them drugs, man, the time went so fast mm. because messing around with them drugs, I'm in them projects, I'm getting right, locked right. up back to back. And my father had passed away. When my father passed away, instead of me straightening up, mm-hmm. it just made me get worse. Right. And I have an older brother and an older sister, but my brother had went to prison too. Mm-hmm. So I felt that I had to try to hold it down, but not the right way. And it never worked. You know, everything I ever accomplished from selling drugs, I just get locked up and it get took away, no matter what it was, if it was clothes, cars, whatever, it always get took away. So I had to start all over. So going through that, it just made me use more drugs, use more drugs, you know what I'm saying? And from that point of using the drugs, it got me to doing things that I didn't want to do as far as robbing, stealing, you know, anything that an addict could do, I'd do. And that would cost me today because I, I should have way more than what I have. But I have a, a loving mom that pray for me every day. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, shout out to Miss Parish.
1: <laughs> yeah, I got a loving mom that yeah. pray for me every day, man. Right. And me too, I know I heard her, man. You know, that's why I'm telling my story.
0: Right. You know. You talk about pleasing people man what does that look like when you you say that because you never know who's listening man because sometimes we do a lot of things and think we just doing it but we're really pleasing people so what did that look like when you did it you
1: know the people pleasing I please everybody around me far as my family and Mm. the so called friends that I thought I had you know what I'm saying right but at the same time I just don't like seeing people hurt you know, if they're struggling, if I can help them,
0: right,
1: right. I would. But at the same time, I won't happy with me.
0: Like you're loyal to a fault.
1: Right. Yeah. You know, my loyalty runs deep mm. with them streets. Yeah. But the streets don't have no loyalty to me. And it took me to be 50 years old to understand that. Like I said, I wasn't happy with me. And I didn't understand it. I I said, I say my prayers, but I'm still not happy. I'm not happy with Pete, who who I am. You know what I'm saying? So I had told my mother, I'm going to go ahead and go to a rehab. She was like, huh? I was like, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and go to a rehab. She said, what about your job? I said, man, it ain't about nobody right now. It's about me. You know what I'm saying? Right. And she said, well, you know, I got your back. I'm 100%. And I went to a place in the mountains called Galax. Mm-hmm. And up there, you know, I had to detox off of the, the dope, the crack, the methadone. So I went through it a little bit. So I call home and say, Mom, today I'm hurting. I ain't feeling good. And she'll say, well, listen here, you're in a rehab. You're at a place that got all the medical attention. There's nothing that I can do. I'm already sending my prayers to you. Right. You're not going to call me crying Mm. because you go to that jail and they don't give you nothing and you go through it. You can do it. Just go ahead and do it. You ain't got to call me and cry though. You know what I'm saying? So that's when I hung up the phone. I didn't call her no more the whole time I was up there, but I called my sister and told my sister. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? Yeah. And what I did was told my sister don't tell her when I was coming home. Right. And... My sister was at my mom's house when I got out the van.
0: And
1: when I snuck in the house, <laughs> man, she jumped up, screaming and hollering. Now, she walked with a cane. My sister them said, we don't know where the cane at. <laughs> she ain't had the cane since she been home. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but yeah, man, messing with them drugs.
0: Yeah,
1: I missed a lot of things. Yeah. And my mom had a appreciation service at the church Mm -hmm. and i just missed it i had just missed it and it really touched me because my mom is 83 Mm. and she don't play no games with me you know what i mean
0: right my parents ain't never played games
1: no she ain't never played no games for real but i got a little cold and she been on me like so where you been at What you been doing? You know what I mean? I'm like, Mom, I ain't been doing nothing. I went to the baseball game and watched my little nephew play baseball. And, you know, I ain't been doing nothing. I said, I parked my car in the driveway so you can pull in. I ain't even going nowhere. I'm just chilling. I'm staying home. Mm -hmm. She was like, okay. We'll we'll see. We'll see. You know what I mean? But that's just a tough love that she
0: gave me. Let's go back, man. I do remember your dad in the garage area, he be sitting down. Right. Mr. Paris, man. Right. And it, yeah, <laughs> it touched me when I heard about his passing. Does that still affect you to the day?
1: It did mm-hmm. at first. Yeah. It make me go back and do different stuff. Right. But right now, I know that this the sweet P that he want right, right. here. Mm-hmm. This the son that he want. You know, I really did everything I, I was supposed to do, but when it comes to them drugs, the drugs alter your mind. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm really a good person at heart. Absolutely. But like I said, the drugs are all to your mind. And running out there with, with them guys and still using it and, and doing that, I can't do it because I'm not strong enough to do it. Right. You know what I'm saying? So with the things that he taught me and the things that my mom taught me, the morals and the principles that they instilled in me, you know, I never used it in them streets because you did know, the morals and principles are not the same in the streets you know what I'm saying not at all man man them, them streets ain't nothing and yeah. it took me a long time to understand mm-hmm. the hurt that I was doing to them besides myself the hurt that I was doing to them the trust you know everything that your your mom and dad still didn't. right mm-hmm. so I take it one day at a time now man that's all I can do
0: absolutely I'm proud you of know? you man yeah <laughs> So, I'm going to bring a name up to you, man. Popeye. Man. Yeah. Popeye was like your right-hand man. That was my right hand, man. Yes, sir. Let's talk about Popeye, man. When you when you found out about his loss, how was that to you? You know, because we lose a lot of people, lose a lot of good friends, man. So, how did that affect
1: you? Well, I was at my sister's house out oh, Charlestown. Yeah. And my sister was like, you need to sit down for a minute. Mm. I was like, sit down for what? She was like, you need to go. Around the way because something happened to Papa. Yeah. I said, I just went and seen Papa like three weeks ago. Yeah, you know what I mean? He, yeah. he was about to come home. And um, I was like, He all right? Mm-hmm. So my sister was like, You just need to go around this house. So when I go around the house, I see all the cars. When I go in the front door, you know, I see his grandmother and then his mom. So his mom was crying and just hugged me. And we're like he gone. I was like, "What? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? What happened? But with them drugs, the drugs don't have you grieving the way that you supposed to, that you right. should. Right. You know what I'm saying? So because of that, you know, I just did more and more to to numb it, to yeah. numb it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And it didn't hit me hit me until I got incarcerated. You know, when I got incarcerated, I went to the feds when I went to the feds and I was up in the mountain Mm -hmm. and I was thinking about him like he was sitting there talking to
0: me
1: it just made me break down and cry because the thing that I regret is when they said is there anyone that would like to say anything
0: at the funeral at the funeral Yeah.
1: and I didn't get up and say nothing because I was afraid you know what I'm saying I listen a lot, but I don't talk too much unless I'm with my little circle. Right, you know what I mean? Right. And I didn't say nothing. That right there really hurt me to this day. And I sat at the casket and told him. I was like, man, I couldn't get up and say nothing, man. I couldn't get up and say nothing. I wanted to, but I couldn't get up. Because I didn't think that I would sound right, you know. But today I don't care how I sound. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. I'ma let it be known right. however I feel, you know what right, I'm saying? Right. And I think that that's been poisoning me too. You know what I'm Hold saying? Back. Because I didn't write, not letting it out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but that's the only thing that I regret. Not
0: saying you know what that.
1: I'm saying? Yeah. Not saying nothing at that funeral.
0: Yeah. I had some when I was at a camp in prison. Right. And he had just got transferred, and the next thing I know, they said he was gone. That messed me up a little bit, man, because you can still see his face. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> wow, P man, if you could go, if you could go back, man, and talk to your younger self, what would you tell him to prepare him for now?
1: Man, I would tell him the nicknames, yeah, and all that. You don't have to live up to it, you know, unless you're doing something positive. Right. But if you're doing anything negative, you don't have to live up to it. And you got to take it one day at a time. The drugs, the games, mm-hmm. and all that, that's out the question. That's what I tell myself. That's yeah. just out the question. Even though I'm not in no gang or nothing like that, but being incarcerated, you're going to be around on me. Right. But that's out the question, man. Yeah. But all that negativity stuff, you don't need it. If you won't raise like that.
0: Right. Stay away from it.
1: Stay away from yeah. it. Yeah. This is another thing that I used to do. Once I start hanging in them projects, I see where, you know, the, the older brother or the younger brother gotta take care of the sister. Got to make sure they get Christmas because the mother might be on drugs, you know? Right, right. It was never a father around. And I was like, dang, but well, that's cool. You know what I'm saying? I ain't never had to go through it because I always had my mom right,
0: right, and my
1: dad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But when you grow up with everything, you take it for granted. And my mom always told me, she was like, please don't let me have to come identify your body wow. out there in the projects. You don't belong out there. We work hard. Every day. Mm. So you don't have to be out there. And that's the first place you want to go. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I didn't understand it then because we were supposed to be having fun Yeah, at the time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Being in the projects, all the girls go like you because you stay out of you, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got the nice car. Right. <laughs> your people got you dressing good. But in them projects, they dressing themselves.
0: Yeah. Right. Their
1: parents is not doing the things that our parents doing. Our parents is putting the clothes on us. You know what I'm saying? And after a while, all them clothes and stuff, you just be a dressed up trash
0: can. Wow. After a while. That's deep. You Say know? that one more time, man. You be a what? A dressed up trash
1: that's can. That's deep, B. Yep. Wow. And that what I was.
0: Never heard it like that, a dressed up trash can. Looking good on the outside, but miserable.
1: M- miserable on the inside. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah that's deep man we see a lot of young guys man like doing what we used to do right what would you say to him if you had a chance one-on-one to say something that would impact his life what would you tell him
1: if the, the young guy knew me I'd tell him man look at me now I'm 50 years old I't been in federal prison I't been a state prison talk about I't been in rehab mm. and everything and it comes from doing what you're doing now selling drugs after the while You'll start using the drugs. Hopefully, not, but don't let them come from that. But jail, prisons, and death, you know? For real. That's exactly what I tell them, and I hope that you'll understand what I'm saying.
0: You've experienced it, though, man. You've been there, done it. You know? Yeah. You've been there, done it, P. Man, I always respected you, man. You was was a good dude, man, for real. Yeah. You know, you my man. Yeah. You and Brian. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, what was the car you had, man? The Delta 88. Yes, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Baddest car on the block. Yeah. Yeah. I try
1: to put everybody in it. You sure did. You let me drive it. Yeah, Don't take the car. Yep. Go ahead.
0: Yeah, man. So... Where did the name Sweepy come from? We used to call you Sweepy. P Dog. Right. Where did it come from? Right. Sweepy came
1: from my mama knew. You know, that's a childhood name when I first was born and my my people from Georgia.
0: Right, okay.
1: One of my cousins had come down air something. So one of my cousins was like, No, I don't wanna go with my, my brother named Carl, my sister named yeah. Paula. I don't mm-hmm. wanna go with Paula or Carl. I'm gonna take my little cousin with me. Because all the girls that hang with my sister, you know what I mean, or mess right. with my brother, mm-hmm. all of them come to me and play with me, you know what I mean? Right. Want to touch me and his cheek so fat and, <laughs> you know what I mean, this, yeah. that, and the other. So they just start saying sweet
0: pea. Sweet pea, okay. Wow. Yeah.
1: But everybody in the family got a pea, you know what I mean? My okay. sister, Paula. My mama, they call her Ma P. My daddy was Big P. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. I was Sweet Pea, but my mama, she really don't call me that. She called me Sweet Man. Sweet because Man. Because I used to, yeah, because I used to get into everything. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And she'd be like, Sweet, sweet, sweet man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that's what she called me. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But that Pea all came from them streets. Yeah. You know, that was the, the poison person. Yeah. For real, for real. Got you. That's why I say the nicknames. Man.
0: Be, yeah, they don't matter. Yeah, mind. you can't live up to them. Yeah. yeah, regardless. That's just a name. Yeah. That
1: ain't who you are though. You know what I'm
0: saying? Man, you talking good today, man. Yeah, that's just a name. That's right. Wow. Wow. So man, let's talk about you coming off of heroin. And the day they got fentanyl all in it. You know, right. let's talk about that, man. Somebody may be using or maybe looking at somebody and thinking it's fun. You know what I mean? Right. Talk about how that feels coming off of that stuff, man.
1: Listen, yeah, man. Yeah,
0: talk
1: about it. Coming off of it, man. Listen, when I came completely off of it, it make you don't, don't want to eat. Yeah. It make you, your bones hurt. you using the bathroom over and over.
0: Over and over the, again.
1: Right. And I couldn't sleep. I'm talking about no sleep at all for four days straight. Wow. You know, that was making me. That would make me go crazy. You know what I'm saying? And I used to tell her I would happy that I was in the, um, where I was at, right? Because they had nurses and stuff. And I just used to sit down and cry. You know, I can't sleep. I ain't been asleep in three days. I ain't been asleep, you know? And the lady used to say, listen, you're doing good. You're doing great. She just kept on pushing me. You gonna be all right? Then they gave me some type of medicine. Mm -hmm. When they gave me the medicine, it made me go to sleep. But, when I wake up, they have my eyes all puffed and I ain't look like myself. So I went back to her and told her, I was like, man, y'all just keep the medicine. I just go through it. Mm-hmm. They don't need to be substituting one for another. Mm-hmm. You know, I came up here to get clean, and I want to be clean of everything, right. you know? But they they really helped me mm-hmm. with the prayers. And them. I didn't go through half of the stuff that I will go through if I was locked up. Though. Right, right. And tomorrow... Because I'm on probation. Mm-hmm. I got to go see my P.O. Mm-hmm. And I'm ready for, I ain't got to be scared. right? right. I ain't got to be bad. Yes, you know what I'm saying? Man, it was insane, man. You know, just keep on doing the same thing. Expecting different results, man. You know, but today, I just got to take it one day at a time. I drive around in my car right. and listen to the music. Right. Because that's a way of soothing myself. Gotcha. Talking to myself. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. But it's the bed that I made from 50 on up. I got to be a better me, you know? Because 50 on back, I didn't even know who I was, mm. for real. You know what I mean? I know my name was Calvin. I know my name was P and this, but I didn't really know who I was. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And a, a person that told me, they were like, do you know, understand why you don't stick it out in a relationship? And I was like, nah. And the girl told me, because you got to love yourself before you can love anybody else, wow. you know what I'm saying? And I sat and thought about it, thought about it, and I was like, she's right, you know what I mean? I thought I loved myself, right. but how can I love myself if I'm putting poison in it? Wow! Something that's coming on the TV every day, fitting all, yeah. and it's taking people out. And I got on my knees one day and prayed Talk and said, it. Lord, why didn't you take me? Mm-hmm. You know I was hurting, you know I wasn't happy with myself, why didn't you take me, you know? And the only thing that I got out of that was if he would have took me, my mama would have been too long right behind me. You know what I'm saying? It
0: would have broke her heart.
1: It would have broke her heart. Yeah. You know, so for the rest of her little time that she got on the earth, I got to give her her baby boy back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. I can't worry about nobody else. Mm -hmm. You know?
0: I like what you're saying. So this is the new P. That's right. So what's your plans going forward, man? Man, my plans going forward, man.
1: It's being in my nephew and them life. You know, they love me to death. They see no wrong in me, you know? And the look on their face when they see me when I come around, they just brighten up the whole day, you know? And they always did that, but I really couldn't see it because my my head was clouded. You know, they asked me so many questions about where I've been at and this, that, and the other. You know, I tell him I was in boot camp. When you get older, I explain it to you, mm-hmm. you know. But yesterday, I went over here and told him. you know what I mean? I was in the rehab. A rehab, I was getting myself back together. That's what a rehab is, you know. Well, what? what was you doing up there I said I had to do a lot of reading Mm. and a lot of praying Mm. you know so I can be a better person for y'all and they were like you alright what you talking about I said you will see you know you go see and when you get older I explain more deeper you know
0: wow so man I'm not gonna hold you long man I appreciate the conversation man I'm proud of you man and and the um, decision you've made to change and and go forward man and be there for your mom I want to give a shout out to your brother I want to give a shout out to seven. And, and your yeah. sister Paula, man. Been, been knowing right. them for a long time. And so I want to give a shout-out to them. Is there anybody you want to give a shout-out to before we sign off? Man, I just want to give a shout-out
1: to Cabalet Manor, man. Yes, sir. You know, give yeah,
0: shout-out to Cabalet Manor. The manor. Yeah, yeah. Shout-out to the manor. Man, I appreciate yep. you, man, for being on and sharing your, your journey. Because right. I don't look at it as a failure. I look at it, your life, as an experience. So now... That you in your 50. You turn the corner. So now you can reach back and just pour in, into your, your nephews, man, and help them along the way. And you can see their direction and where they're going, and you can stop them because you know how it is. Exactly. Yeah. So it's an experience, man. So, yeah, shout out to you, man. Thanks, man. Yes, sir. AP, talk to you soon, man. I appreciate you. Okay, love you, man. Love you too, bro. All right. Wow, what an amazing conversation. Shout out to my friend Sweepy for having this dialogue with me. You know, one of the things he said that really stuck out to me was about loving yourself more. In other words, valuing who you are. Because when we don't love ourselves first, we allow any and everything to take up residence. And just like he said, we become dressed up trash cans. But after listening to his journey, you now realize that it's not too late to start loving yourself. So shout out to you, P. As always, thank you so much for tuning in to Let's Just Talk About It Podcast. And please check out my website. Just Google Let's Just Talk About it And then hit that subscribe button to receive all the new episodes every Friday. You can also find me on Facebook. Just type in Chuck L-J-T-A-I, which means Let's Just Talk About It. So as always, until next time, don't hold it in, but let's just talk about it. Talk to you soon.